Hey, what's up, people? Jason Dubias here. This is episode four of Sports Debate Tuesday. This is brought to you by Endless Summer Beach Volleyball and Beach Volleyball National Events, and also by NY Varsity Sports. Here we go. Once again, thank you for having us in your living room. Thank you for having us on your tablet at Starbucks. Thank you for having us on your iPad, on, on whomever's, whoever's roof. I'm Jason DeBiz. This is Rob McLean. Rob, keep them McLean. McLean. This is Sports Debate Tuesday. And don't really know what we're going to tackle first. Miranda, our, mar our moderator, my tech, my hostess with the Moses, will lead us in. All right, we're going to start talking about the NBA All-Star Game that just happened this past weekend. It had a new format where you win by quarters, and in the fourth quarter, the game clock was turned off and the final score was set. So, Jason, did the new format save the All-Star Game? Short answer, Rob McLean, and for you people listening at home, yes, absolutely. Freaking lootly. I got sponsors. I ain't cursing on this show. <laughs> First of all, there was a different mood, Rob, when I was watching this, this, this game. I mean, in the beginning, it looked like every other All-Star game. It's like this guy, Ali Oop, this guy just let him dunk. It, it, basically, it basically looked like a Knicks regular season game. <laughs> all right. Oh, sorry. By the way, Knicks, I'm officially divorced. See this? This is a Brooklyn Nets hat. I am from Brooklyn. Forget the Knicks. Forget J Mr. Dolan or whatever the hell his name is. Bye. Bye. Okay. Now. Russian president. Knicks notwithstanding. It looked like basically just everybody just dunking on each other. In fact, you know how like the defense, the defender smiles. all like, oh, nice dunk. It's like this whole friendly game. And in the beginning, it was like that. Mm -hmm. But then people started thinking about their charities. And then people started thinking about like um, LeBron just went for a jump shot and like Greek Freak blocked and knocked his jump shot out of the air. Yeah. It's like, oh, you want to make it personal? And then at the mm -hmm. other end, he pickpocketed them. And now, they're all of a sudden, the referees who thought they're going to have the day off again <laughs> just started calling fouls. Uh -huh. And I bring your attention to the uh, not to the charity games, not to quarter one, two, three. It was very entertaining to watch these guys showcase their talent. Bring your attention to the fourth quarter. There were 22 fouls mm -hmm. called in, um, in the game. By the way, for regular season games, for the uh, the, the 800 um, plus games that that have been played, Rob, mm -hmm. that's eighth. 22 fouls called in an All-Star game, which ranks eighth amongst amongst uh, uh, so far uh, all of the regular season games. It had a, this. It had a finals type atmosphere mm -hmm. where all of a sudden uh, stuff got personal. You know, you got Simmons. He's taking a flop, and he's like, "Why? Why am I taking a flop? This is an All-Star game. I shouldn't be begging for a call." You got. Um, Oh, my goodness. You got people arguing with the referees. You got them appealing. You got the referees doing uh, reviews to holding up an all-star game and have people sit around for reviews. And it had this playoff atmosphere. And for those of you listening at home, basically, it's they take the, the combined scores of the first three quarters. Um, and then they add 24 points to it, a tribute to Kobe Bryant. And... Um, and that's the score you had to reach. The fourth quarter did not have a time. They had a shot clock, but not, but not a game clock. So basically, um, I'll skip the the, the the math and just say you had the first team to reach 157 points wins, mm -hmm. Rob. Mm -hmm. Rob, when you get to 155 and you're down by by a few points, all of a sudden you start playing defense because mm -hmm. you know the other team can't play keep away ball. <laughs> it's, it almost had a volleyball feel, right? right. Like you're up 19, 16, that you can't. You don't Ain't just get to away. play keep away. You got to go to those last two points. Mm -hmm. and, and 
this thing where it was almost like street ball, organized street ball, where you get to shoot free throws. Rob McLean, uh, the floor is yours. I'm talking a lot, and I hope I ain't take away everything you were about to say. But listen, bottom line, I loved it. Yeah, I mean, I'm right there with you. That was was the best all-star game that I have ever witnessed just because it was more than – uh, Sorry, five. happened again. Got a press record and a press record again. Sorry, Rob. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it was just the All Star game itself was unbelievable. Like, all you have to do is have the players play. That's really right. you know all you have to do, and that's what they weren't having. You know, uh, two or three th- three years ago, they started. They took the NHL uh, All Star game format and made it a fantasy draft, which put some kind of emphasis back into it. But now the actual gameplay is all-star level like how do you have an all-star game and all they do is dunk for four quarters like i'm so i'm so happy they did this because now i don't have to stop watching basketball and all-star break i can continue watch actually be like um happy to see the all-star break coming around see who's the new players see derrick jones jr going dunking against aaron gordon like these are great things that they've been doing and uh, i'm really happy that the all-star game has become something to cherish as opposed to something to you know just scoff at and all these guys are just joking around because that's what it was it was a yeah. joke it was a joke the all star game was a joke and now it's it would be the one time where like if you if the Oscars were on the same night <laughs> and I'm a sports exactly. guy I'm always gonna watch sports first mm-hmm. <laughs> I watch the Oscars totally I would too and it's, it's sad to say but I would I would even watch curling probably as well. <laughs> at least favorite sport but I would watch that over a non competitive uh, joke game you know it's yeah. just. It's, it's sad. But, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. I was really happy to see that. A great plays. I think Chris Paul with a freaking alley-oop. Like, come on. Yeah. You know oh, I mean? did like, you the dunk? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, oh, Chris. Yeah. I was like. <laughs> I was like, I didn't even know he could do that. Not even back in Wake Forest. You no. know what I mean? Like, come on. No. Nah, so, uh, yeah, it was great. There was a lot of energy in the building. The, the whole, like, I didn't, I really didn't even, like, you know, again, with the Kobe, like, it, it, it just hits you again every time. You know, they come yeah. back with, you know, the memoriam, the all the stuff before, in the middle, after the whole game, the MVP trophy now being after Kobe Bryant. It's just so much energy. How much of that, that the, this effort that you saw, particularly in the fourth quarter, had to do with that maybe? Uh, and how much of it had to do with the, um, the new format? Question. I think, a great question. I think it's exactly about 50-50. You know, okay. I think the, the timing was perfect. The format was fantastic and everything kind of rolled together because it was just like you said, the first quarter was exactly what we all thought it was going to be. Dunking, no defense, rolling the ball down the floor. And then second quarter, third quarter, it just got more serious. It, it, you know what it reminded me of? What was it reminded me of Kobe Bryant playing that yeah. whole All-Star game. Which, by the way, was probably the last time we saw people hustle up and foul mm-hmm. and, and D but up. When on, he was playing. Yeah, it was, there was um, Jordan. I mean, I, I don't want to go before that because I don't know. I don't know what kind of person when he was on the line for All-Star games before true, before true. this happened. But or those guys were playing. Or betting or whatever. But. And I'm like, oh, my God. Jordan would rather play with Isaiah Thomas and Dennis Rodman than lose. <laughs> No right, one, these no are these are that. conference rivals, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah I had a little bit of um. That's crazy. Yeah, well, actually, I had. Uh, you don't have to pull it up. I actually had the format written down, but we. I thought we did a good job just covering it in plain yeah. English. I think. In fact, I thought I said too much. Mm-hmm. Um, we did get the whole twenty-four thing, like twenty-four points. That was that. interesting. Yeah, so I I read a little bit about it, and I knew like while I was watching it, but I didn't know exactly how because I, I guess I just missed that you know explanation point, but. Um, 
Yeah, it was. I knew that the end score was one fifty seven, and then each quarter you'd have to win to, you know, yeah. put your points up to a certain amount. But yeah, it was just a. Uh, I I still don't understand what the winning of the quarters does. You know what I mean? I, I don't really. Get oh, a hundred. It was a hundred thousand dollars to the uh, to the whatever charity. their charities. Yeah. So right, 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 how much yeah. you love your charity? I don't, I don't know. What does the All Star Game means? It's not like you know in baseball you win the All Star game that the the home team uh, the National League American League. I the, don't think so. I don't believe there's anything no. there. So that's why again the incentive's not there to win the game. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. they had to do something. So uh, great job. Yeah, great job. man, You're terrific work. Particularly um, the people that made it happen. Chris Paul's Chris the one with the came, came yep. up idea. Adam yep. Silver, uh, one of the most NBA player friendly uh, really uh, um, commissioners you're going to see possibly in the history. And taking nothing away from David Stern, who mm -hmm. who made some who made these people wear suits. <laughs> it's like Bill right. Belichick to wear a hoodie, man. But you wearing a he, suit? He put Shaq in a suit. Yes, you he did. I mean, God yeah. dang. Yeah, they didn't I even mean, make. They didn't even make Shaq suits back then. That was cool, man. Clean. I mean, cleaning up the image. I know a lot of people mm -hmm. take exception to that, but it is what it is, and I like what I see, and I like. I love what I saw last night because mm -hmm. the NBA the last three years, I feel like it's back, mm -hmm. and and you don't want to take a a break from a franchise like that that's back by cheapening it by by just. Doing the you same know, old, same old. Yeah, yeah. By, by just letting anybody beat up on you and just score and, um, and see if we can break the record for most points. That's not, that's, that's, you know, who gets an MVP? Who gets the MVP? I mean, come on. No, nobody. Yeah. But this one's a very deserving MVP. It's Kawhi Leonard, the, uh, 30 points. So LeBron, mm -hmm. I think, scored 36, but timely shots and, um, I love that good guys do finish last, man. They finish at the end. At the end. Mm -hmm. Nice guys do finish last. Good mm -hmm. for him. Good for Kobe Bryant. Good for the NBA. Yeah. Miranda, what's, what's up? All right, we're going to go to baseball. So there were some apologies from Houston. Yeah, at the same time, they claimed that their cheating had little effect on the awards and accolades. They are now speaking up against Bellinger and others to know the facts before making accusations. So, Rob, did cheating affect the end result? <clears throat> and did Altuve, in fact, Rob Judge of the 2017 MVP? Yeah, so absolutely. Um, <clears throat> it's funny, just going off the last segment of a great commissioner, you know, leading into another great commissioner. Uh, we have in baseball, Robert Mansfred, who is an awful, awful baseball commissioner. And I, and I only say that because <clears throat> his actions say that, you know, when you allow teams to win a world series and then not take it away from them you're only creating precedent you're only creating precedent and this is something i was saying earlier they lost the last two years in the playoffs what would happen if they had won those two years and they won three world series do you think that commissioner would have done anything to take those world series away because it was just one it was their Man, very first in the franchise so i can't that's i can't wait till it's my turn <laughs> so there's that but um did it impact the awards did it impact the world series title right um <clears throat> in baseball the game itself is between a pitcher and a hitter and you have to uh, guess the pitch. Uh, you have to react to the pitch. You know, if you don't have to react to the pitch anymore, you know no. a little bit of what's going on. You're gonna be better. I don't mm -hmm. care. You might not get a hit. You might not get the double you needed. You might get a single instead. You might get a home run instead of a grand, or, you know, a triple instead of a grand slam. But you're still gonna make contact with the ball. You're still gonna have the advantage. Uh, 
That is the advantage. It's not about are you going to win the game or are you not going to win the game. It's in the middle of the game, what was happening. Right. You know? And then right. we can talk about the player splits from home and away, and we can say that the home you know, has a bigger advantage, but not by double what you no. do. Oh, my God. You know, If you go away and you do half – and then you go home and you do double. Yeah, you shouldn't be in the playoffs. No, that's just what it is. So it has to be so perfectly planned that every single time you need it, you get it. That's cheating. That's cheating. That's cheating. And I'm all for uh, finding people's tells. And uh, if you can, from second base, communicate to one hitter somehow. I mean, it's still cheating, but that's okay in a sense that it's not an, an organization cheating to make your players better. Yeah. You know? And then last thing on top of that, if that team sucked mm-hmm. and they went to the World Series and they did it, I I don't know. Maybe it's different. But the team was stacked. That was the most stacked team in the last three – every single of the last three years, that was the most stacked team. I'd put, I, well, I give the Boston Red Sox a nod on that. They were the best team I saw in two Not two pitching decades. staff. Not pitching staff. Yeah. Not pitching stuff. No, no, you're right. And, and that's where it goes first. L- listen to this lineup. Yeah, these are ones, me, one zero wins, man. What one two pit? What one two does anybody in the league have? Verlander, Garrett Cole. Don't there is none. nobody. There is none. I would and, and, and if you remember the, 10, in the seven games, years. and if you remember in the same games, seven game series in the Yankees, I don't believe the Yankees scored a run the last two games. No. Game no. six and seven, right? Zero yep. runs. Yep. Oof. Shut them down. Yeah. Shut them down. And then they had that left, that crafty lefty. They had uh, mm-hmm. Mike Fears. Like, there's just so many things that made them an amazing team. Seven hitters that were all star, like all star caliber players. That's yeah. insanity. And then they cheated. And then you're gonna give them off. Yeah. And then last thing, sorry. Please, to, this is why we're here, man. To the point of Cody Bellinger and people uh, saying that they shouldn't have won. Those are their opinions off of things that they have experienced firsthand. So yeah. how dare you, not only in your apology, come back and throw shade on people who are just expressing their opinions on something they have been inflicted by um, and, and, and try to spin it off as they're the good guys uh, or they, they were misled by the people that were supposed to keep them uh, you know, going in the right line. Um, and it's just, it's just so, so wrong because – any player knows that something not right's going wrong is going on. You stop. Yeah. You know. You ask questions, and there's no way that seven all-star caliber players didn't ask a single question at all. So, sorry, can't can't believe them. Not never. What you got, Jay? Because I, I hit a lot Rob, of points. My turn. <laughs> oh man, I feel like Skip oh, Bayless. Tell me when it's my turn, <laughs> Rob. Um, before I say what I gotta say, I wanna I wanna. Um, reiterate it's not cosign on what you talked about as far as um um talking about someone's performance um for the for those of you that are watching watching whether you are talking about a baseball player whether you're talking about a, a where I'm, I'm a volleyball guy at no time are this is a sports debate show we are you attacked a baseball commissioner with baseball you didn't say anything about his mother. You didn't say mm-hmm. he should go die. And this is a lot. This is the problem I have with a lot of uh, volleyball people listen to me. They take they take exception. Oh, he said this. I said that. No, I attack volleyball players with volleyball. We are attacking baseball players with baseball. 
So I wanted to get that out of the way. This is there's there's a, there's uh, there's a personal attacks on someone's person, their right to exist, and there's and there's and there's attacking someone at their job. Okay, and mm -hmm. and and that's why I thought Bellinger was was in the right. Bellinger, who's a professional, that's his wheelhouse. He's reacting to something, and he and I'm not talking about the First Amendment because that only pre pre prevents you from government prosecution. So just shut up about that. Um, I'm talking about reacting to something that happened in his wheelhouse that that he, in some cases, was a participant. Mm -hmm. Right? It's almost it like affected. you're you're in the middle of a fixed game and you're you're not even doing anything wrong. Right. So, with that being said, Rob McLean, when I first heard about the the, the punishments, because for anyone who doesn't know, um, the Astros were stealing signs. Basically, they were videotaping the signals from the catcher, and they were using either a, a Twitch device, uh, like a buzzer, a buzzer on the player's uniform, which we'll talk about in a minute, maybe, mm -hmm. or um, there was loud banging um, of That's garbage cans. Heard, yeah. I saw a video; they're banging the garbage can twice every yeah. time it was a changeup for a pitcher whose best pitch was a changeup. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that's that's what's going on. Yeah, you can plug that in while I talk. Definitely. So when I first heard this, and I and I looked at the punishment, I saw the GM got fired. All right. Mm -hmm. I saw manager got fired. Boom. Beltron is with another team. He he ain't coaching no more, right? Well, he just got yeah. accepted. The yeah, job, you're so hired. Oh, you're by fired. the way, you're fired. <laughs> um, so yeah, you got Martinez, Red Sox coach. He's gone. Uh, Cora. Alex Coro. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Alex Coro. Gone. So you look at all of these managers and these GMs and his whatever. So my first reaction, when I saw all of these people at the higher-ups gone, uh, falling on that sword, why aren't any of the players suspended? Mm. Why aren't any? So when I, my question was, you know why? Because I started doing a, a comparison from other sports. Tom Brady was accused of, mm. of deflate gate. Absent of evidence, just strong suspicion, if not uh, found guilty by the court of public opinion, right. was suspended for four games. Ben Roethlisberger was accused of uh, rape, if not sexual assault. Just on the allegation alone, if his behind should be in jail, it was rape. But if it wasn't, the man got suspended for four games. So I'm doing a comparative of players who were suspended, not only with uh, the absence of evidence, but not even reasonable suspicion. Right. And these players, with evidence have been cheating and receiving these signals, and none of them get suspended? Nothing. That was my first take. But after thinking about it, the difference between Brady, the difference between Roethlisberger, the difference between any football player that gets, or, or MMA fighter, or, or that gets t tested uh, positive for performance-enhancing drug, any basketball player that can't stay off the weed, the difference between them, those players, and what happened here, Rob, this is systematic. Mm-hmm. This is organizational. This this came from the top down. This was pro protocol. This is policy. If not, what you and I can make the make the leap and say it's a direct order. Yeah. Now the reason why I think the players didn't get get um um get axed for it is because baseball players get traded all the time. Sooner or later, they're going to wind up with other teams. Houston, this this little love of this little love affair Houston's having right now ain't going to last forever. Well, it's already done. Yeah. I mean, they trade away their entire pitching staff. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, but it worked out. They got they got they got in the playoffs and they were in a position to win a World Series three times and they won twice. Altuve, the guy who's like five foot, um, I don't even know, um, who doesn't even have a strike zone. Every time you pitch, he crouches. Mm -hmm. So you, he crouches 
the um calls high. So the only way to pitch to him, it really is just to throw it over the plate, which he'll be more than glad to take the bat, which is the same size as him, and hit it over the deck. So you telling me this guy who with a small strike zone, who's already a high IQ baseball player, is getting signals? Mm -hmm. Is getting calls? Mm -hmm. What the actual freak, man? They mm -hmm. can go kick rocks. That is that is that is my sentiment on this mm -hmm. whole thing. Um and. And that and that's where I'm going. And, and I mean, and we're going to finish because I, I I have a question for you. Mm. Baseball players have a habit of getting after people by throwing at them. Mm -hmm. And the commissioner um, uh, issued a stern warning, mm. saying that you know, you know, there'll be consequences. About like, what that. is that? What is that? What like how 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 is that? Because <clears throat> in in baseball, there's unwritten rules, right? And I get to keep players safe. But there's a difference between throwing at somebody's head and throwing at somebody's feet and throwing at somebody's body. Like that happens all the time. So no offense, you can't stop that. And if you do, then you're showing your true colors, which is you should have punished them further so that nobody else can punish them. Exactly. That's what's going on. Yeah. And I was saying this again before. Sorry, two more points. Please. Four draft picks is BS. Six five million dollars is BS. The the I mean the revenue. <laughs> but but four draft picks is supposed to ha hold value in right. in in the majors. There's like a hundred round draft. No. Do you know what four draft picks mean? Nothing. Not a nothing. Whole lot. I, I can't even tell you who the number. Can you tell me who the number one draft pick was two years ago? Nope. Last year, I can no. tell you it was for the Yankees, but that's about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's it. Man. Team, but even that, are. they're not going to get to the majors for four or yeah. five years. So right. it's like it's really like a you know, a hit or miss when it comes to the draft. So the draft picks mean nothing. If if we're talking about draft picks or football, mm -hmm. we're talking about first round picks in basketball, those mean something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if you're not in the first twenty something picks in baseball, your draft means nothing. Means nothing. Rob, my only question to you is, and this is a rhetorical question, but feel free to answer if mm. you'd like to, because you, we're boys, okay? <laughs> you're my friend. You're my brother from another mother. My question is this: as far as like warning people from hitting hitting people with a pitch, mm. what took so long? What took so long? You got guys um, on performance enhancing drugs, mm. just jacking balls over to whatever. Mm. You got guys testing positive for this. You have guys charging them out, and, and now and now. That someone actually got caught cheating, and I mean legit cheating. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, why the hell is Pete Rose not in the Hall of Fame? Got bet on himself. Um, now you want to now you want to show a stern warning about hitting people with a pitch? What? Yeah. Really? Like it's gonna like it's gonna like 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 that's gonna happen? What you what are you gonna do? Suspend a pitcher for five games? He because doesn't, he missed uh, his target. He doesn't. He's you know? not gonna pitch. He's not gonna pitch again to five games anyway. Exactly. <laughs> so basically, like, I'm gonna my do next it. start is right on schedule. I'm do it two months into the season, get myself a nice three month rest, and I'm good. You know, yeah. good for the playoffs. Um, what well, one more thing I want to say, Houston. This is important for me because baseball, like basketball, mm. looked like it was back. Yeah. It you really know? did. It really did. I mean, for like there's a hot so second. many teams. And then you got like the, the Oakland A's coming in with their whole like Billy Bean strategy and trying to like do everything the right way and build through the draft and the right players and analytics. And yep. it's just this crap. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. Yeah. The other thing is, I just want to say like, this is their lineup. George Springer, Jose Altuve, Carlos Correa, Yuri Gurriel. They at one point had Carlos Beltran. Then you have... um. What'd you have? Alex Bregman. That's a rock star, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? John McGann. Like, uh, Brian McCann, sorry. I mean, 
It's just like over and over and over. Like that's what they had every single night. Seven players that were all-star caliber. That's sick. That, that and then ridiculous. they said, mm, we got to cheat. I, I just can't. I can't. I can't, you can't stomach it. I just, I, I can't stomach it because, <laughs> and, and this is why the players they said did not get punishments is because the management is supposed to tell them when things aren't going the right way, they should, or the, 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 the commissioner issued a, a letter or an understanding that they should stop what they're doing because uh, they have accusations going on or something that needs to stop. And apparently the GM didn't f- forward that letter. But regardless, if something's going on, then then you already know something's going on. If they're stealing signs, who are they stealing them from? Like, and how many times uh, you got to tell somebody before you slam them? What is this? I mean, is this Lindsay Lohan in but, court? Like if you, you steal know, the sign. You gotta know, that's one more strike. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. No, but if you steal the sign, who are you giving it to? You know what I'm saying? You're not giving it to like you know people at your house. You're giving them to the players in the field. So the players in the field are using something to do something. You yeah, know, like no you one's can't getting, say that they're not knowing what's going on. No one's getting Can it on a late on a late te- text. Yeah. I'm doing that right behind you, Rob <laughs> Right behind your head. Look like, at that. What? Current events. The whole time he's talking, looking behind him. I'm like, okay, what you, Jay. What are you doing? What are you doing? All right, yeah, I think we nailed that uh, that Astros one, but man, I just cannot deal with that because no, so Carlos Beltran and the Mets, and then Alex Correa, they had a sick team too. Yeah, Boston, psh, they yeah. were rocking it one time with Alex Correa, so mm-hmm. I can only imagine what they were doing. They were talking like they were doing the whole Billy Bean thing where they're yeah. trying to do it the right way, but it hurts the sport of baseball, Rob. Listen, it's terrible. again, just like the NFL, which always seems it's up pretty much the last decade. Basketball's back as of a few years ago. Baseball looked like it was it was gonna it was up it was right there and just when it seemed like they hit the cusp of being America's pastime again, mm-hmm. being being a being a deserving member of the big three. Right. They still remember the big three, just not a deserving member. And just when it hit that cusp and they said we're back, boom. This is a black eye it to is. the sport of, of baseball on all levels. I think it's particularly more, little league, you know, kids that are watching this. Like, I bet I think it's even more than people think. You know, I think they're trying to downplay it, but this is worse than steroids. No. This is really because it's systematic, like you're saying. Anybody can really implement it. And hey, if you don't get caught soon enough, yeah. get a World Series and then just, you know. Yeah, and and again, it is worse because pumps and hands and drugs. Those, it's those individuals. People, those people are rogue, but it's they, individuals. Yeah, those people are going rogue. You know, they're going to take tell you to ju- ju- juice up to the gills and yeah, not even, get caught. But even if it's a team, like no way did you have seven guys juicing on the line, and they're all all stars. Like, there's no way that they could have no. done anything about those players no. unless they were cheating. No, it's impossible. <laughs> like, yep. It's like. Man, they didn't cheat. They just cheated. Like they did things the wrong way, and, they, and the, I mean. Mind you, they got caught. There's no evidence of anything else. But the question is, it's just like steroids. When you got caught, how long have you been doing it? Yeah. People are not going to believe, oh, I only did it this one time. And and that was the one time I happened to get caught. You oh, see cool, the prick. There's only one prick in there. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's going to be a, a boot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's rough. All right, so Miranda, I think we we um we, I think we yeah we gave this right. we gave this issue. We might need I mean, it's supposed minutes. to be a debate show, but damn, <laughs> yeah, right? We we, we didn't argue, we didn't, but we didn't argue game. about nothing on I know, that. He's one. passionate about this. Oh. No, I, that was a, <laughs> coming from New York. I think we both have the same opinion on that. Oh, you mean New York, home of the most celebrated franchise in all of sports, mm-hmm. the New York Yankees? <laughs> Miranda, next question. Oh man! <laughs> all right, we're gonna touch on this past weekend in UFC. Corey Anderson got KO'd by Jan Blavich. <laughs> I really hope I didn't 
<laughs> attack that That's name. Um, <laughs> John Jones apparently promised Jan a title fight if he won. So, Jason, do you think John Jones is ducking the Reyes rematch or just doing his own thing? It's a good question. Rob McLean. Is John Jones ducking Reyes? The answer is no, not ducking in a sense that he's not um that he's not interested in fighting him again because he he um he's scared or not interested because he doesn't want to go through the whole rigmarole of training for that fighter. Um John Jones, it seems like the second time he fights somebody, he's always a better version, right? Like Gustafson finished. Cormier's decision kicked to the head. Reyes might might just might be worse. Um, John Jones is ducking him in a sense that he's trying to move on with his career by his own admission. He says he's still young, but MMA is not exactly like a longer lifespan, especially as, as you start getting hit more and people start figuring you out. Mm -hmm. um, and he wanted to clean out the division before he you know, moved on with Stipe Miocic or Cormier or, or what have you, maybe moving the heavyweight for a couple of matches. With that being said, it leads to the question of this. Did he clean out the division? And yes, but not really. Right. <laughs> uh, Blakovich, his last few fights, um, and I'm going to pull it up in a minute. Um, I don't know if Miranda has it on a pull-up, but but I'm going to I'm gonna show you. Um, actually, I'm, <laughs> I guess I'm not. No, but Blakovich has has fought a lot of good fighters, a slew of good fighters. He had a close split decision, I believe, against Santos. Um, do you have it up there? Can you pull it up? Yeah. Do you want to... Cool. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so you guys can both see. Definitely. Yeah. So look at that. He mm -hmm. knocked down Luke Rockhold. Uh, no, no, no surprise there. Oh, the split decision was Jacare, who also moved up. And they talked about that. I mean, yeah. Jacare is really, really difficult because he's a. <clears throat> You know, he can really destroy you as a big guy on the ground. That yeah. doesn't happen very much. So. so, so as I was saying, and I'm getting somewhere with this, John Jones, he fought Santos, split decision. Fought Reyes, split decision. So I have no problem with him fighting someone like Blakovich or or even Corey Anderson if Corey won, where everyone months ahead of time is like, oh, this is a mismatch. John Jones is going to kill him. And it's like the last few times we thought it was a mismatch, John Jones um people history only remembers the winner but mma enthusiasts like you and me that he was in for the he was for his last two matches he was in for the fight of his life mm -hmm. you know a split decision which many thought santos won i did not i did not. um no. um and then this last net match a lot of people raised um we're, we're split on we're split on that when you got mm -hmm. jones and i got i got reyes i mean i um, I, I still think that just to reiterate i think that reyes probably won if the points were done correctly yeah I just feel like John Jones did enough in championship rounds, but sorry. No, but to answer um, your question, he is, he is ducking in a sense that he wants to move on and he wants to move on to other things. Um, now that's him. For me, um, if you're asking me, Miranda and Rob, um, do I want to see the rematch? Yeah. I thought Ray has done enough turn to rematch. I think he gassed at the end, but it's usually when you gas, some, sometimes you get taken down and you get finished by Jones. He got taken down, he got right back up. He got rocked on some some body kicks, which mm -hmm. if you've ever gotten kicked in a liver, your whole body shuts down for a few seconds. I mean, you know, he had that little Mexican warrior spirit, mm -hmm. you know, if, if that in fact is what he is. Yeah, no, I... <clears throat> John Jones, to me, is on his decline. Um, just watching him in the last couple fights, his output has been low. Um, what he does with his output is not, uh, it doesn't connect, right? So he'll like, he'll, 
do something, hit a move, and then like 10, 15, 20 seconds later, he'll start to create more offense again. He's ne It's never connecting. And I'm not saying he has to you know, blow his load in the first two, three rounds, but even in the fourth and fifth rounds, which he won, right? I never felt that Reyes was in trouble. That's right. something where I feel like it has to be implemented in the in the scoring where because people can get hit a lot. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? But there's a there's some people out there that take things a lot more than others, you know. So if you're not shaking, yeah. if you're not in a wavering position, then you know those aren't you can't consider those uh, either power shots or uh taking control of that uh taking control because you know Pushing controlling the, the office. Oct yeah, yeah. Uh, octagon control is also a part of that. So but they said the particular order was striking. They they had an yeah. order striking, grappling, and octagon control. They said, right. and they and they, at the end they say in that order. Right, but but even in that, how much more would grappling mean if one guy didn't grapple at all, and then the 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 striking is won by the guy who doesn't grapple, but it's it's not that big where you can't ever take a single you know takedown. It's just like I don't know, but. For me, right for me, John Jones uh, is ducking Reyes, if if not at least at the short term, right? Because if Reyes is the guy who kind of got beat up a little bit more, you know, yeah. in a sense, and he's saying he wants to rematch right away. I know there's that you know adrenaline to rematch, but that's that's the fight you make. That's going to be the, the money maker. Right? That's going to be everything. And I think that's what John's trying to do is trying to maybe build up that fight a little bit. Yeah. But And John's got to know he's going to be in for the fight of his life. Mm -hmm. I mean, his last three fights, they were all good fighters, but he did catch him on some premature not ready mm -hmm. stuff. Well, similar similar to what his... I thought like Rousey and Holm was going to be. Mm -hmm. You know, like everyone was like, oh my God, Holly Holm's 8-0, and man. Why? That's too soon. She just got out of kickboxing and now you're going to shove her in there with the champ. And, you yeah, know, like but Holly, Holly won. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and it was crazy because Reyes, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, oh, man, they got him on some not ready stuff. Mm -hmm. And maybe two years from now, he would have been ready to compete. And then, mm -hmm. bam. Same with Israel Adesanya, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I mean, listen, he did walk him down, but there's so many instances where he stopped Jones in his tracks, mm -hmm. you know, and, cool. and, and eventually started chasing him. Jones, <laughs> didn't Jones uh, back up and create a uh, uh, buttload of space so he didn't oh, get hit Oh, yeah. Anymore? Well, yeah. He, he did his whole runaway thing, you yeah. know, and then I loved what I saw from Dom Cruz, first guy to ever – actually kick the guy who's running away instead yeah. of just let him run around the cage, turn his back, run around the cage yeah. and turn back and you know, fight the guy. Yeah. It's like the most, it's like when, when you're boxing, they tell you, first of all, never turn your back. Right. And second of all, you move to create space to then attack again. You don't, run away and then yeah. turn back around and then fight some you know what i mean like that's i've just, seen similar matches and uh, particularly in the lighter weight classes where the guy's sticking and moving he's not running he just prefers yes. not to he prefers not to have his back against the cage yes. where where he can get pieced up you know where right. against the fighter who has the longer reach to begin with Dreas right. smart fought a smart fight he tagged him and if he caught him then he went in again right. and right. if it wasn't enough to finish him he assessed the damage and moved back out mm -hmm. and by the time jones went to hit back he was gone and that's how you said to me that kind of fighter that's how you're supposed to fight yes. like Do I, I saw dotson against john lineker you know? mm -hmm. i mean this is for the mma enthusiasts only mm -hmm. dotson for like three rounds boxed his ears off and they gave the fight to Lineker just for, for, for leading with his chin, you know, and, mm -hmm. and, and I, and I guess just throwing up his hands like, Oh, he's running, you know I mean? You sell that to judges who don't freaking know any better. Well, um, yeah, that was gonna, tough. 
Yeah, we we not. I mean, yeah, we cannot. That's no, we got we got we got more debate questions. We ain't yeah. getting into no judges. Yeah. All, all I gotta ask about is, do you think there's monitors on the bottom side of the, the octagon, or do you think that? Because what's funny is when, when they showed that picture of, you, did you see that picture where they, they so they had a picture of the the referee looking at the the monitors they said they had on the the bottom of the octagon, yeah. and. What's funny is the thing that Joe Rogan was in the live broadcast, yep. the guy was sitting and looking the other way. So, of course, uh, that's not the same picture, but it's just like it would have been blatantly visible, you know, and then nobody would ever have to say anything if the guy is like like looking onto and you, something. And like, didn't I think you it's notice the last three rounds Joe was talking up Jones? Mm. Great shot by Jones. Great shot. They had an exchange. They both hit each other. Oh, great kick by Jones. And, you know, Joe's just a prisoner of the moment. I don't think he was being objective. Uh -huh. I mean, not objective. But if a guy's got his monitor on and he's listening to Joe, and then you look at the fight highlights, oh, they're, you know, Jones back up and he caught That's him true. there. That's oh, really here's true. a later round. Jones did this. Jones does that. And the, the judge is like, Dude, I saw a Did different I fight, something? but if Joe's saying this, I don't want to mess up the scorecards. Yeah. Four rounds to Jones. Yeah, that's just... Oh, <laughs> Joe said it on his podcast a year and a half ago. He said um, one, there was one judge, and he didn't want to put him on Front Street, that went by um, listening to the broadcast. I don't even think they should be next to him. <laughs> you know? I mean, I think it was Joe Rogan's podcast. They were saying, in all reality, uh, there's about 18 qualified judges you know, in this country. And Tried to figure out that, a way they're just not being chosen. No, it's like because even if you get two good judges, you get one bad judge, and you get some weird decisions. Yeah, you know that happened. Well, that happened twice to me. Two times that I know of. He was complimenting the judges, uh, um, the prelims, and then the judge gave the other fighter thirty to twenty-seven. The other guy, the other dude, was Martinez. Think Martinez won twenty-nine, twenty-eight, and judges like, okay, forget everything I said about the judges. You know, it was just a weird night. But last question before we move on to whatever, where does Corey Anderson go from here? Tough man. I mean. Corey is going right back where he started, man. Yeah. Right back into the grinder. And it's tough because he was one he fought for three years. Yeah. Working just to himself get to this, in this position. Just to get to this position. You know, and now he's Would he have gotten the title shot if he won? Probably. Absolutely. Yeah. Because again, I think that John And they had Jones a story. Was, yeah, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he yeah. and John Jones were trying to fight for a long time. He Corey Anderson trying to call out John Jones. Oh. And then uh, he finally worked to a position where he could fight John Jones and he gets knocked out by Jan. And the thing is, is I think Jan is going to get is gonna do some damage to John, but I think John is just way too smart. Like he's gonna get in there deer in the headlights. Yeah, he's he's not because I've seen Jan impressed me and you know the rock hold a little bit, but just like how he moved forward. Yeah, and then his last fight was good, but it was there was nothing new. You know, there was just Corey Anderson not doing what Corey Anderson does. You know, John Jones doesn't take people down. You can't take John down, but John doesn't want to take him down. He chooses this. Right. Like, right. if you notice, the people that he has taken down are elite wrestlers. Yeah. Daniel Cormier uh, um, was an elite wrestler. Um, Chael Sonnen, okay, you know, I mean, a long at the tooth. Yeah. Uh, yeah um, I don't know. I think he's one of those guys that, if you remember in the past, he would challenge himself. I want to beat the striker striking. I want to beat I, the jiu-jitsu yes, guy at jiu-jitsu. Like and, and, and if you look at his track record, um, of not just his wins, but in the manner of how he did it, hmm. you slept Machida, just dropped him. 
technical submission. Slut Machida, take down Daniel Cormier. Um, Rampage Jackson, you know, uh, outstruck him, but eventually took him down because, you know, Rampage could hurt him. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think he's going to do to Blachowicz. Uh, Bla Bla um, sorry, say it again. Blahovich. Blahovich. Um, Blahovich has power in both hands. And mm -hmm. Jones, Jones has a chin, but not if he if if he wants to be an active fighter, if he wants to fight three times a year, I'm I'm telling you, he's gonna he's gonna go he's gonna get a single leg or a power double, mm -hmm. and I'm very interested to see how Blahovich does. And I gotta say that too, it's it's really mm -hmm. true. Like everybody wants to see the you know ten out of ten knockout, you know every single fight. Uh -huh. These guys are fighters, you know. They go in there not only protecting themselves, but also trying to take that guy out. You know yeah. what I mean? So. To play like like a guy like Corey Anderson, you know, who goes to his wrestling if his striking doesn't work well. That's I thought he was gonna win, dude. I did too, but I knew he could get caught because I remember he fought OSP. He's up two rounds mm -hmm. of zero and he got kicked in the head. But uh. the thing is, is he tried to strike. All right. He knew what the guy was. He tried to just play his game plan, do the long game, and then by when he got him tired in the second round, it's just like, dude, just go straight to the takedown. He can't do anything to you. So it's just it's kind of disappointing seeing that, but also Jan, uh, that is, I heard he uh, just brought in his new coach. I mean, his old coach that he used to that he got up in uh, yep. UFC with, and um, and so I really liked what he was doing, and he was always moving forward, never really on his back foot. Like I really, really liked what I saw. But John Jones is a whole different level. Even this yeah. John Jones is a different level than that. You know? We also need to remind our viewers too, like when you're in championship matches finishes happen there's less likelihood that finishes happen mm -hmm. there's a the reason why the person's a champion in the first place because he doesn't get caught in submissions right. he he doesn't put himself in a position to get knocked out and there are some fighters when they get hit and you hit them with everything you have they're not smiling at you but they ate it yeah you know um yeah so everyone doesn't want like the quick the the quick knockout um i'm more of a i'm not a I'm I'm a purist, not because I'm a for, former fighter, but I'm a purist because I like the whole aspect of mixed martial arts. I think jiu-jitsu is slick and just watching mm -hmm. people do that. I like positions, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I probably belong in Japan, right? You see someone get taken down, and when he gets up, everyone starts clapping like because <laughs> of the way he found a way to get up, right. you know. So, yeah, but John John is ducking, but not because he's scared. That's That was my opinion. Totally, but he is ducking. He is. <laughs> but that's the cause, the net result on that one, right? Mm-hmm. You guys ready for the last one? Yeah, what do you got? All right, we're going to turn to beach volleyball. So we have the Olympics coming up in Tokyo, just around the corner. Who do you guys think are going to be the American teams that are going to represent the U.S.? Whoever wants to take it. <clears throat> so we got two. Um, I mean, Taylor and Jake, obviously, I think they've been front runners for a pretty long time now. <clears throat> The real question is, who's going to be that second team? You know, is it going to be Try Trevor or is it going to be Nick and, and Phil? And for me, uh, I heard through the grapevine that <clears throat> Phil and Nick were talking about, right? Uh, you know, maybe, maybe not, and that they decided that they're they're full on, they're ready to go, that they want to do it. So, um, <clears throat> for me, in a game of volleyball, which is changing and going a lot faster now. I just I'd have to go with veterans, but I really just think that Try and Trevor are gonna do it. I, I just I don't know. I think they're getting the right coaching. I think they're playing the right style of game, and I think that they're only gonna improve. You know, I think Phil and Nick 
have to find that fire again and keep it. That's hard. It's really hard when you're saying this is going to be my last Olympics. I'm not going to really maybe play beach volleyball in the international scene after this, like to find that fire again and just keep it for that little period <clears throat> and to keep it strong. You know, it's not just a fire. It's like a burning fire. you got to play at the top it's level, your, you know, it's in your belly. <clears throat> I'm yeah. not saying they can't do it, but there's just, belly. there's, there's some things about that team that seemed a little off, you know, side out percentage maybe, or like, you know, transition, getting the points, like finishing the points. Um, that I just I can't see it. I think that Trevor and Chai are a little bit smoother in that aspect. Um, they're young, they're hungry, um, they're right in the mix, you know. So I, I I see it being the Crab Brothers, you know. Yeah. It's just how I see it. I think right now we're um we're we're definitely going to address the same question for the women, the the for the American mm -hmm. women's teams. But for Perfect. now, let's let's tackle the men. Um, Rob. Looked at the rankings. I uh, looked at the the possible ways to get into the Olympics. There's two ways to get into the Olympics. One, you win a bid tournament, which I think that there's, um, to my knowledge, and someone could write and correct me. I think there's only one left. Meaning, if you win this particular tournament, you have an automatic bid in the Olympics, and then, and of course, your 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 um, volleyball governing body can arbitrarily uphold uphold that rule or or just kind of do whatever they want mm -hmm. which scares me and and, I'm, and I shouldn't even say that I'm going to skip that um so looking at the rankings right now I, I, you got Trevor Crab no you got um, I'm sorry you have Taylor Crab and Jay Gibb right now at around 8 um maybe yeah they're they're eighth place and, and points where the Spanish team, Herrera, Guerrero, they're, they're not that far behind. George Andre, new team, pretty good. Um, Mull and Sorum rule the world. You know, so now if, now if you look at um, – I'm going to look at bids right now. So right now for the, for the men, men's beach volleyball, Japan's got as a host, right? Mm -hmm. I think you have 16 spots for people who have points. You have four – um, bid bids, and I don't know how the other four decided. I'm not sure. Oh, um, continentals, the African Games, mm -hmm. Norseka, uh, um, and that. The, so there's four or five spots decided by that. So there's 15, right? Mm -hmm. 15 uh, people get in by points. Four get in by continent. They're continental, whatever. Represent, you know, each continent. Right. <laughs> Sorry, Antarctica. Um, <laughs> and um, the last four are automatic uh, automatic bid tournaments. So what we got right now, we got Taylor and Jake in good shape. You know mm -hmm. why? Because at the end, they started to hit their stride. And not only did they play multiple tournaments, but they started finishing higher. And as mm -hmm. you start finishing fifth or higher in these tournaments, it's only a matter of time. Because it's if you've so noticed guys. all of the four-star or five-star tournaments, if you go to the quarterfinals, it's always the same eight teams. Mm. So if if you're in the final eight a couple of times, or if you're in the final four here, or you make a finals and lose, that qualifies as close enough because it's not like there's a different eight teams getting in, you know what I'm saying, getting into into the five stars and four stars at the end. It's five, six of those eight teams are the same people. Mm -hmm. Mal, Sorum, Semino, the Russians, uh, um, the Germans um, hit their stride at the end. Oh, oh my goodness, did they hit their stride at the mm -hmm. end. And, um, oh, good, you got it. Let's put it up. So um, for my first team, I got, I got Taylor Crab. Mm. I have Jacob. For my second team, if you look on points, while everybody was else playing domestic tournaments, playing the AVP, playing here, those guys were getting points. Those guys were making semis at, in four and five star tournaments, mm. losing the, losing in the semis, 
losing the bronze medal game, but still qualifies as close enough. Mm-hmm. You ever see that golf commercial? There's like a lotto commercial where the guy putts, and and the golf ball almost goes in, and everybody looks at it, and the guy says, "Close enough, yay!" Mm-hmm. It's like this new saying: "Is if your number's close enough, you go in prizes." And it was like, so right now, they qualify as close enough, and. Even if Phil and Nick hit their stride, and even if they start playing in every tournament, even if they enjoy some success, be it albeit our um, semis or whatever, the same way, Try and Trevor are still doing it too. Mm. So they're getting points, but also Try and Trevor is still getting points. So I got to give it up to both brothers, Crab. Uh, throw a little, throw a little jig, give salt in there, and a little, and and a little bit of tribal pepper. Mm-hmm. And those are going to be our American representatives. Now, as to whether they do well between now, time will tell. But my eye test says that that they um that bronze playing for the bronze will be ecstasy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're not. Um, again, don't take it personally. Okay, I'm attacking volleyball players with volleyball. Um, I don't see them winning the gold. But if they do win the gold. I will be happy to be wrong. I am an American, okay? I'm born, I'm stamped red, white, and blue. I am a patriot. I am a Gulf War vet. <laughs> so uh, I'd be happy to be wrong if they whatever. I just don't see it. Yeah. So just because, I, you know, for the people who are sensitive about it, they don't think that just because I don't pick them to win don't mean I don't support my team. Well, let me you ask know? you this. If, <clears throat> if it's close and they both qualify, uh-huh. do you think uh, USA Volleyball would step in and put Nick and Why are you going to trap me in that question? <laughs> Just because I'll Why answer it myself. Well, because we kind of answered Let's it before. Do it. But, um, Just because it's Phil and it's his last. Do you know what I mean? And maybe they just, you know, they talk to, you know, Trevor and Trevor. And, yeah. you know, that's a really difficult decision to try to make. But those guys, you know, if, if they kind of like, hey, like, we're going we're gonna to help you out to get to the 2024. You know, it's a possibility, you know, and that's on home soil. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's a big one. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a possibility. Let me tell you something, though. Mm. If that happens after Trevor and Try invested a lot of time, their own money until they had sponsors Mm -hmm. just to get there where they have to go to be Olympic hopefuls, only in the end to be like for a bunch of people to get together and say, nah, I'm out. I'm done with beach volleyball. I'm not. I'm not messing with American beach volleyball at that high level anymore. I will. I will be continue to monitor the future. I'm with beach volleyball national events. I went to a, a, um, a JC, JB, JCVA. You know, representing um, Ohana. Thank you, Chris Hanneman. I'll continue to make sure the future of volleyball is good. But as far as commentating or whatever, I'm not. I'm out because that is the that is a lifelong thing that I've always had a problem with. You know, and, and and you and I have experienced that here. You 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 do everything right. You jump through everybody's hoop. You do you do everything that's asked of you, and in some instances with excellence. And then just a bunch of people get together and be and just go nah. You know, I know what's right for the sport, and I know what's right uh, as far as a moral thing to do. Mm-hmm. And and this is the one instance, in my opinion, albeit humble or arrogant, where they're both they're both the same. It is the moral thing to do. It is the, the athletically right thing to do. It is the sensible thing to do. It is the logical thing to do. It's uh. try and Trevor if they've earned it. You know, you know what you know what helps them? Maybe whatever bid tournament's left, if they win that. You ain't gotta say nothing. It's a political nightmare. Oh, It'd be a political just, nightmare if yeah. they won a bid and didn't get in. I hear you. I mean, that's why I'm that's you know, that's what kind of went on acid, because I would love to 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 for USA Volleyball to have the continuity to be able to 
speak to and also be respected enough to make an offer like that and then follow through. You know what I'm saying? I just don't think there's enough no. backing behind the words that they would have to say because Brazil does this a lot. Right. You know what I mean? This is why I'm saying, and they, there's, they have a lot of good teams and mm. then it's their choice. We have like three teams in contention. They had like six. Yeah. In the last Olympics. They've always so been like, top heavy. It's different, but it's still reminiscent of there were some who thought others deserve the chance to be there because they earned it. So that's all I'm saying is where the people on the higher-ups who do have that decision, they, there is that decision to be right. made. Whether right. or not it's an easy decision or a tough decision, it's their decision. I mean, I could I could see a scenario where Phil and Nick show them something. That's what they I mean. go to a four-star, boss it. That's go to a saying. five, win it. Go to the bid, semis, finals, and everybody just goes, you know what? Trevor and Chai, you want to sit that out, you know, and, and um. Um, I can see that happening, and I'm, I think I'm just going to reserve my opinion to, you know, I mean, not because I'm scared of nobody out there. I ain't scared of none of y'all. You know, but um, no, no, I'll just say, it. even then, if there's two ways to get in, and if the situation were reversed, they would have, they would never do that for Trier Trevor. So I say no, because Phil and Nick, even if they get in and if they boss it, they still don't represent our best shot at winning the gold. Mm. I just uh, yeah I I mean I agree. And, you know you do you want to know why? Because because like in in addition to them not them not having the the same fire and and and, and I'm I don't like saying that because I'm not I'm not I'm not playing. Yeah. I, I, to me, I reserve that whole fire or question someone's hearts for people who are actually still playing the sport or who have played at that. You know, Dane Blanton. He let him Dane sign you up. You could talk about who quit or who has fire or, or who's interested in not. You know, for Noah, you guys, you know who. Um, who are the who become the measuring stick in which all these players have become compared? Um, you guys do that, but for me, um, it's a copycat world. People, I think people get a little older. It's the same thing we said with John Jones. Some people, some players, some fighters get a little older and they, they lose their, their they, they lose their step a little bit, and the rest of the world finally stop gets off their lazy ass and spend some time in a video room and starts looking at ways to beat you. Mm -hmm. You know Phil likes to do a cutback crossbody on his option if he sees it, then then throw up a, throw up a freaking three block to mess with it a little bit. Almost, mm -hmm. in fact, if you're gonna serve a lollipop, almost count on him doing an option. He, you're gonna see, is Phil gonna jump set? No. How do you know? Because you actually got off your lazy ass and watched some video. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Living in a video room, getting good coaching is what I think would help them close the gap. And that's where Try and Trevor, I think, are going to make us think. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. We got um, the women. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so we both agree who, who, who has the best shot at making it mm -hmm. with the lurking variable of Phil and Nick. Yeah. And everybody else isn't even, they don't get to yeah, scratch and sniff. it's not really. They don't get to scratch and sniff. Yeah. All right, so we got the women up here. Yeah. Alex and April. I mean, that's that's a pretty obvious one. Very, um, very, very, very happy wow. at, at April's um, just consistent play. I'm very happy at Alex. Just um, what she's become the last two years, and now just becoming this real baller with these these two or three dimensional shots that are just hard to stop. Like her mm. sharp cross court, well scattered out. Yeah. Sure. Can you, good luck stopping it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, she. You know she likes to penetrate on her right hand in, and I could use it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, easier said than done. Yeah. So, Whew, yeah, that team is tough. I mean, I I just I, I could even you know I don't want to call it, but there's like three teams in the world that are like, you know, like that Brazilian squad, that Canadian, Canadian squad, and then 
you know, Alex and and and, and isn't it convenient? Oh wow! <laughs> Look at the points. Yeah, there you go. Aren't That's they? And they're just up there. Wow, Anna, Patricia, and Rebecca are number four. That's my favorite team. Yeah, that's my favorite team in the world. Well, I like Rebecca because she. I've only seen her play one tournament where it looked like she was taking plays off. She doesn't. She doesn't. And you don't even have right. We'd have to find. You'd have to look for it mm -hmm. because she doesn't do it. She doesn't mm -hmm. take plays off. Mm -hmm. She takes people's lunch money, dude. Yeah. So right now, the ones who are in for the automatic bid, Japan's the host. Uh, Canada, if you remember, they'd be climbing in Ross on that mm -hmm. World Championships, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, Latvia, big up to Tina Gordino, um, your godfather. All this Lucy is going to be saying, staying with me here in Hermosa Beach this summer. So, so maybe we get to watch you together. Congratulations. Um, uh, Aldis Lucy is my volleyball mentor. Okay. Um, and Spain got in. I, um, the team escapes me, but we can we can address that later. Well, so, who's the second American team, Rob? Well, I mean. I mean, Brooke and Carrie, I didn't, I really didn't see that they were that far up. The, they were at like 17 the last time, you know, maybe two months ago. Oh, they're higher now. Oh, well, they're like, you know, right there. Yeah. yeah. What is she, seven now? Yeah. I mean, that's – I really didn't know that. I would have gone Sponsel and Clays, to be honest, but you have uh, <clears throat> you have uh, an Olympic champion uh -huh. and you have uh, a defender behind the Olympic champion, and pretty sure they're going to serve Brooke's what? Uh, that's I like I like that ball control. Um, <clears throat> carries on the left hand side. Uh -huh. I love that. That's where you know she dominated her career most of the time. Um, yeah, man. I mean, the biggest thing, especially in the women's game, is that block. You know, if you have a block that takes court, man, it, it changes the whole game. So think I think about every team, right? That yeah, was in the I mean, top four or in the yeah. Olympic games. I mean, and carries small. And Horst, carries right? small. Like the Pavin's what six nine six you know six six eight jeez I don't know you know and then you got uh what's her name Alice Kleinman who's one. what six seven six eight yeah you know like those girls like Carrie's a little small on that but she's got experience she knows what she's doing yeah she played and, with the best you know she and people is, told him in Triborn and he's such a big exactly. so much yeah, better the height really doesn't matter guys but just the like the presence you know what I mean like maybe those players don't have to be as good but they're bigger they still have maybe a similar presence you know yeah. what I mean. So, yeah, I, I'm definitely going with Brooke and Carrie then. I'm definitely going with Brooke and Carrie. I'm going with Brooke and Carrie again. Once once again, it's supposed to be a debate show. It turned out to be just a, a solid hour where me and you are just agreeing just on everything. Sports. Yeah, we'll come up with some real questions <laughs> next week where, we, where, we, where I can look at you like, huh? What are you huh? talking about? Sabah G unit hacks. Like, huh? <laughs> so um, I like Carrie and Brooke because of their activity on the international scene, and I think um, Carrie is already seasoned on that, and she's, she does her homework. Um, and Brooke, as she continues to play in these high-level games and be in these situations where she's um, winning by two and losing by two, um, I think her confidence will be better. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what needs to happen more because the last few times I've seen her in these tight situations where it's decided by two, she's, she's lost. Mm -hmm. I've seen tournaments where in pool play, it just looked like the wheels fell off. And I'm like, they're not getting out of pool. And then the next game, oh, oh wow, they just, you just played a team that's better than the team you lost to and you beat them in two. And one of the games is like a beer game, you know, mm -hmm. where you hold them under 10 points. So um, as a general rule, never count out Carrie. Carrie's a savage. Mm -hmm. um, she's, a, she's a nice girl when she's not on that court. Okay, she's in, um, she. I don't even think she's mean on the court. I just think her 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 play is aggressive. She's she is arguably the top one of the top three best beach players in the history of the sport. Like I do, I 
I give away my age. I like Jackie Silva, so I'm biased. The best team was definitely her and Miss Team Eight. Mm, I mean, so there's bar none. yeah. Um, so well, you know, that's a consensus, whatever. Yeah. But um, I talked to Casey Jennings, talked to uh, Wendy Jones, who are just Casey's her husband. Wendy's like her number one fan. Never count out Carrie Walsh. So the question is, is it gonna be Brooke? Is Brooke doing the right thing? Is Brooke keeping her promises? Is Brooke um, staying injury-free? Is Brooke finding herself where she's pushing too hard where she might be sustaining injuries? Is Brooke allowing her technique to get stronger on its own? All of these questions I would love to have are on the podcast. I mean, this is Sports Debate Tuesday, but my podcast, The Option, which is on iTunes and Spotify. Love to have you on the show, Brooke, and we could talk about where you are. Um, And um, lurking variable, just like the men had uh, Dahlhauser and... and, um, um, Nicholas yeah. Anna, mm-hmm. you got Sponsor and you got Clay's mm-hmm. flying under the radar. And and if you look at the rankings again, they're not that far no, behind. Not, which so, is crazy at that at their age, you know. Um, I don't expect to see. Well, you're not going to expect to see Carrie in the AVP. She just it's not playing in the AVP. No. But I I don't think you're going to expect to see Sponsor and Clay's in a lot of tournaments, except for the maybe the Gold Series, um, the um, maybe New York. I don't think. I think you'll see him in Huntington. You will not see him in Austin. You probably won't even see him in New York because in order for them to keep up on points, mm. in order for them to keep up, they're going to have to play because, again, they can finish semifinals. Carrie and 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 Brooke um, only need to get out of pool to stay ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know it's it's a it's it's, it's a race. it's a race, and yeah. right now they got a huge head start. You know, and so. I, I'm sure that. Kelly Clays and Sarah Spossel have a lot of, yeah. you know, good pull for them. Yeah. You know, I was going to say, as far as this whole close, USA volleyball know. thing, and I'm, you, and, and you not, think that again, they're going to they would screw Kerry out of that? You, well, you would again. That'd be another trying, instance where I'm like, I'm, I'm out. And I'm not Check saying that this is America. I mean, this is like USA volleyball's, you know, calling card. You know, this is any single government that has a government body that rules over their olympic sports you know this is what they can do so yep. this can be the conversation for any country but we're in america and we're talking about usa volleyball having the choice uh-huh. on both sides yep. to choose that second team or first team well the one thing they have in common is both players move the volleyball needle Carrie mm-hmm. Walsh is not just a um, not just a, um, a legendary player. She uh, transcends the sport. And when I say transcend, for people listening at home, transcends meaning people that don't watch the sport, that don't even know the rules of the sport, know who Carrie Walsh is. Mm-hmm. Phil, maybe not so much. You know, there are people all the, who's that tall ball guy, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, this and that, but um, that's why I don't think they would do her like that. No, no, no way in hell. <laughs> yeah, so, she definitely has a lot of pull. So two look we got two lurking variable teams with right now make ours the crabs. Mm. Um and you know, and um Jake and um Trevor a try. And make ours Carrie and Brooke and um and of course the arguably the the you can make an argument of the best team in the world right now, uh save the Canadians mm. climbing and, and um and April. And April Ross. Yeah, that should be a good one. And I love to see what that German team does. You never know with Lubick. You know, she's she just, just picked up some random <laughs> big. Yeah. And she's just. I'm just. Con- I'm always uh, concerned about the coaching. The, okay. I mean, right now the German teams are just. Um, with respect, they're just better coached. You know, and I mean, you can I'm, see that. They're not all... trying to say the Americans aren't doing their homework, though. I think the last two years, I've, I've seen a significant Definitely. improvement on just American coaching at the AVP Definitely. level on some of these local tournaments, the FIVB, and I'm very, very happy to see that. You know, because I know some of the coaches are like, "What do you mean? I don't do my job. I do my work." Uh, yeah, you do, and you don't. 
You know, be real. You know, if you have a choice to, to go out and, you know, go out and eat, or you're living in a video room to 2 o'clock in the morning. I know who's living in the video room to 2 o'clock in the morning. I know them by name. So so they want to tell that a lot to somebody else. You find you. To, but in this podcast, we ain't BS, BS and the BSers. Well, and, and, mm-hmm. and, and just to that, like the same thing with volleyball players, the same thing with coaches. If you put in that mm-hmm. time, you should see those results. You know, if you're putting in, you know, maybe it's not efficient. Yeah. Maybe it's, you know, you're working, you're overworking yourself, but if you're putting in that time, it you should have those results. It should show. Yeah. Sometimes there's a lot of people who put in the work and it don't show. Yeah. Because if you just, it's like, you're well, sometimes you put in the work and the team's not good enough, but we don't, well, I don't think we have that. No, I, that's what I'm saying. It's like, if you go to the weight room and you're just lifting weights, it doesn't mean you're getting stronger. You know what I mean? You got to lift it. You got to protract, uh, you know, scaps. You got to make sure the core is tight. You got to use the glutes. You know, if you don't do that stuff, you're not really working out. You're just lifting weights you know so the same thing with volleyball and coaching and all that stuff your intention matters if you're on the court and you're just doing things that's wonderful you know you're getting a nice little cardio workout but you're trying to get better at an individual specific skill or skills you have to practice those skills with intention you know how you're going to perform them in a, in a high pressure situation you know? very well said so very well. So we're going to wrap up. But before we wrap up, we have something called the lightning rounds. This um, category, we only have, a, I think we only have a handful of questions. It's true or false. We could just do, um, we could just say one word answer, true or false, or we can elaborate maybe one sentence or two. You guys going to buzz in or? You got it. <laughs> Actually, I'm doing a buzzer later on the edit. <laughs> on the edit, I'm doing, we're going to um, have a, like a countdown. Oh, perfect. Countdown, like five minutes to just go back and forth on whatever. And when the buzzer goes off, zzz. All yeah. right. Working on my technology, people. Be patient. <laughs> I love you. Almost. It's almost first take. Yeah. Okay. First one. Tom Brady will go to the Raiders. True or false? False. Staying with the Patriots. Uh-huh. Give, him six, give him the $60 million for the Patriots, $60 million with the Raiders. He's going he to he's gonna stay with the devil he knows as opposed to the devil he does not. Yeah, false. I mean, he's just, there's no line for him <laughs> with the Raiders. It's just, no, false. All right, second one. The Lakers will win the NBA title this year. True. I got to go with false. They're not even the best team in their in their own city. <laughs> oh, come on with that. I mean, what by record or by just because they lost to them? I think with or? Styles making matchups, I think I think the 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 Western Finals could very well be the Lakers and the Clippers. Yeah, but they also and, couldn't. See and them. I don't see the Lakers beating them four out of seven times. But I don't. Yeah, I just. The Clippers, sorry, it's a light Finally got to do it. Yeah, right? Uh, had to Clippers, wait to the end. Now I'm going to save this one. I'm hiding the sweat. The Clippers, <laughs> Clippers got to beat people. You want to miss that, bro? No, you know, I yeah. think the Clippers will eventually, but they got to beat people. They got to get healthy. There's a lot of things the Clippers got to do to, to, to in the playoffs, in a seven-game series, beat the Lakers. Right. AD and LeBron. <laughs> yep. Sorry. You ready? Mm-hmm. There will be at least three title changes in the UFC this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, false. I gotta go with false because right now the champions are 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 are, Young, di- are beyond number one contender heavy. Mm-hmm. Just I'll just name three: Khabib, yeah, Kamaro, Stylebender, Amanda Nunez. Oh. I mean, I don't know if she's gonna go on a diet and get uh, three belts. Valentina Shevchenko. Shevchenko. Oh, oh my god. Uh, oh no. Nope. Yeah, heavyweight champ. I mean, that's going to be going up and down always. Well, I don't see Stipe fighting to the end of the year, and I don't think Cormier is going to wait that long. So it's a big false. We agree. Yeah. All right. Zion will win Rookie of the Year. False. False. <laughs> Got to give it to Ja. ja. Next question. Ja. <laughs> the Cleveland Browns will make the playoffs next year. 
That's Zero. about as that's about as <laughs> about as much as I can say. They actually got themselves a coach, not yeah. a tight end coach. So yeah. they they they're probably gonna do a little bit better. Yeah, and they, they, they almost made it. In. Baker's my least favorite quarterback, but I got to give it up to the team that that backs him up. They back him up, mm-hmm. and and they they're gonna be the team we love to hate when yeah. when they make the playoffs. That's true. All right, last one. Diego Sanchez quit and took the DQ decision. Uh, true, but quitting, you know, there's more to that, but go ahead. What are you going to say? Uh, I say true, but um, there are levels of quitting, which yeah. you and I are not going to opine on because, again, just like I said for uh, volleyball, I say that that whole quitting thing and that whole heart thing for the people who actually do fight. You know, I don't want people coming back into me like, you step in a cage, you try that and see who mm. quit or not. And they're not 100% wrong. They're They're mostly right. So as far as like, unless it's obvious, right? Where like someone's just like they're on the ground and they're getting beaten, they're just tapping out because they don't want to yeah. get hit no more. You know that that's a quit. You know, yeah. um, no, I I thought D, D, Diego Sanchez was getting beat. He was waning. He was on his way to losing a a, a terribly skewed decision, if not getting finished at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he got kicked. He got kicked on the way down, which hurt. And then the one we got ki- and illegally kicked mm. was even worse. And they were like, and the, and the ref who was trying to, you know, pump him up saying, oh, take all the time you need. You know, take the five minutes. And he's just like, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. So, yeah, he quit, but not like, not, not, yeah, he was not in the way where, yeah. saying, no, I can't do it no more. <clears throat> yeah, not in the way where you and I would describe that, you know, that have MMA artists um, knocking on our door. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I would say, uh, you know, with, with Diago Sanchez, he's an old, a super old fighter now. So last guy from tough. Yeah. And he, four fights ago, if this happened, I would say, yeah. okay, I'd understand. But he took fights against guys. This guy was twice his size, height yeah. and girth. And he. We were talking about that. Yeah. Saturday night. We were like, look at this. Uh, right, Miranda? Look, yeah. Like, look at the size of that. Scene, guy, man. This doesn't even look like this. Like I was saying before, it looks like Demetrius Johnson versus Dominic Cruz. Like, it was just so yeah. outside <laughs> of the realm of reality. Now you guys got to watch the match because you got to oh. see it. <laughs> oh, what a great fight, though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, Diago Sanchez, he didn't quit, but I yeah. think he actually made, for the first time, maybe the real vet decision for himself. Right. You know, he's a guy who would run himself into a wall time and time again, whether it was good for him or not. Yeah. You know, I mean, he actually took himself and said, I, I cannot do this because I was mm-hmm. illegally struck in twice pretty much. Yep. And I don't, the same spot. And I'm with you in a sense because he wasn't going into that match like he was retiring exactly. after that was over. He, uh, tough one, guys, the Ultimate Fighter season one basically has these, these, just slew of Hall of Famers. Okay, mm-hmm. you got Forrest Griffin, you got Stefan Bonner, Ken- Kenny Florian, uh, Chris Lieben, you know, mm-hmm. Josh Koshek. All of these were, are great elite fighters that came out of that camp, and Diego's the last one left, and he's still got a lot of gas in the tank, but honestly, he just needs to go. I don't, I don't think because of the way people are cutting down at 170, because there's that huge 15-pound difference mm-hmm. between both weight classes, He's if he's going to continue to fight, Can't, and if he wants to be able to read to his kids, you know, without that, without getting that damage, he might want to consider never fighting one seven. I again. know, I know, man. That was not for him. And yeah. I don't think Dana Dana does a pretty good job at uh, you know, uh, minimizing the, the 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 fighter or putting fighters in better situations, not in worse situations, like the whole Max Holloway thing. Like he was yeah. doing right yeah. 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 Oh, you got the you got the highlights. Yeah, rewind that part. Right there. Did you see it, Miranda? All right, we're going to um, show a little bit of it. All right, before we go, we're, we're wrapping up here, people. Thank you for listening. But for the people watching the video.
It's basically this. Got him corner. Watch his knee. This knee hurt him. It hit him in the sternum. And then he takes one right here just before he falls to the gut. And that's what that should shut him down. That shot to the liver. Oh, the solar plexus? Yeah, that shut him down. It shut your body down. He couldn't defend himself. And then you illegal hit on the way down. So that was just bad. You get out of that. Fucking take his down. <laughs> All right. Well, we're taking this down right now. Hey, very good, very good sports debate, my man. Mm, we finally go. found something at the end. We we disagreed <laughs> on. I got it. For my hostess was with the mostest. That is Miranda Gagne. We love you. For Rob, keep him McLean, McLean, man. I'm glad you're training. I'm glad you're out there. I saw you north of the pier mm. doing your thing. Hopefully, maybe you and me get some sessions. You could help me, um, help me get my stuff together physically on the court for maybe an hour or two. All right. For sure, man. Cool, man. Love all of you guys. For all of us over here, and for all of you guys watching us at home at Starbucks or wherever you at. I'm Jason DeBeas for the crew. This is Sports Debate Tuesday. We're out. Come check out the Option Podcast on OptionDB.com. It's also available on iTunes and Spotify and on YouTube under the NY Varsity Sports Handle. You're going to love what you hear.